Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Drennan. If you're a floral designer on a mission to build a profitable and thriving business, then you're in exactly the right place. I'm on a mission to bust through the secrecy of our industry, make it easier for you to know exactly what to focus on to help you build your business and teach you my favorite mindset hacks so that you can learn to show up with more confidence and authority as you grow your business. I am so grateful to be able to share my journey with you, pass along my best shortcuts and get you on the path to feeling more confident and making money doing what you love. No matter where in the world you're tuning in from, remember, you've got this. I would love to hear your opinion on this. Are you the kind of person that loves rearranging your furniture and just walking into a space with like a renewed energy? Or are you like, my furniture has been that way forever and I shall never change it. (laughs) I am totally in the first category of let us just move the furniture around because A, I just need a change. I need a shift in perspective. B, it's fun. And I do remember my brother and I, when we were kids, constantly, constantly rearranging our furniture, moving things around, switching bedrooms with each other. Just like, it truly is, I want to put it in like activities that I enjoy doing. (laughs) Totally just like rearranging all the furniture in my room. So I say that because I've just changed the location of my desk. And at this moment in time, it's the middle of February here in the Northern Hemisphere and the sun is coming in through the window and I am sitting in a sunbeam. Like imagine a cat in a sunbeam, except I am a human sitting in a sunbeam. And I just can't even, I can't even begin to describe the like true joy. This is for my soul, my Aussie soul. (laughs) It's like, oh, thank heavens. I feel like I am an orange and I have finally like seen the light. Anyway, I that just literally came to me because the sun, like if I turn my head and look in the window, I guess it's look out the window, then I'll be staring right into the sun and we should put our sunglasses on. And it's February. So here we are, <laughs> here we are my friends. But I wanted to record a podcast episode because I have been navigating a very fascinating, fascinating journey in the last few weeks. And I thought one of you guys is going to really benefit from this process that I keep coming back to. And I wanted to map it out for you and truly give you like a step by step. But whether you've been in business for five minutes, or you've been in business for decades, one of the things that's become so crystal clear for me, which is ironic, just choosing those words, is how important it is as CEOs, as the people that own the business, as the person who is the head honcho, if you are the boss, how important it is for us to give ourselves the space and time for clarity of vision. And through 2023, and particularly in hindsight, and I can see this pattern for myself so often through different chapters of my life, different chapters of my career. And I thought, hey, while this is still fresh for me and something that I am currently navigating, I thought it might be really helpful to share this with you in case you're going through a similar period in your life or in your business, or 
it might even kind of instigate some refreshed energy or a pivot or an evolution or changing your mind about something or deciding to do a complete 180 in your business or in your life. And it's so easy for us to get wrapped up and feel that like stagnant energy to feel stuck. For most of us, it kind of manifests itself in very different ways. But this idea of remembering that when you own a business, you are the one that sets the tone, you are the one that sets the pace, and that requires driver's seat energy. And through 2023, and this, I was completely unconscious of this until my coach said this to me, and she just said it as a passing sentence, but I will vividly remember, like she just was talking about something and she realized, you know, really paying attention to when you're in passenger seat energy versus driver's seat energy. That notion, I was like, holy crap, I have totally been in passenger seat energy for the last 12, possibly like significantly longer than that. I've had some incredible revelations in the last few weeks, which you obviously will learn more about (laughs) over the coming podcast episodes. But so much of it is recognizing that you're going to go through ebbs and flows as a business owner. And this really is about learning how to be a human being running a business. And you're going to go through different stages of your life. You're going to go through different growth spurts. You're going to go through different seasons. And I think particularly if you know that you are the ambitious, driven type, it can feel nearly impossible to imagine yourself in a slower season or imagine yourself in a not pushing yourself for more, bigger, better experiences. But I promise you, you're going to go through those seasons, whether it's intentional or not intentional. And I do have so much that I want to share on this topic because I have uncovered so many things that I know will be so helpful for you. But I also don't want to just like completely bombard you and try and throw it all at you in 20 minutes. So I'm going to go through all of this stuff kind of step by step. And we're going to take quite a few podcast episodes to really unpack this. And the most important thing to remember is if you are listening to this podcast episode, you are the one who gets to decide the pace, the energy, and the direction of your business, but you also get to decide the pace, the energy, and direction of your life. And I was talking to a friend of mine last week about how easy it is for us to want to compartmentalize life and business. Except when you run the business, everything is so intertwined. There is so much gray between living your life, having your business. And there are times where it's so messy and so complicated and so convoluted and you can't even like see yourself as a human outside of your business. And then there are times where like you do feel like you've struck that, you know, kind of even tilt. I I truly don't think balance exists between life and business, but that like consistent tilting between life and business and this idea of going, okay, I get to remember that this is my life. I am the person in charge of my experience. I am also the person in charge of my business and I get to set the pace. I get to set the tone and I get to set the direction and I get to decide if I'm in a season of being the passenger or if I'm in a season of being the driver. 
and letting go of the concept of right and wrong, because there truly isn't. And so much of when you're going through hard seasons is being okay with it, being okay with the fact that things aren't going to plan, being okay with the fact that you might be having health challenges, or you might not be sleeping very well, or somebody in your life is having health challenges, or you are moving house, or you're moving your shop, or you're completely doing a 180 in terms of your identity in your own business. These are all completely normal human experiences to have, but building up that skill set so that you can continue to show up and you get to decide what that means for you. And I wanted to walk you through the five steps that I have been consistently implementing that have made it so much easier, so much easier to continue to show up when things feel hard. Whether it's feeling hard from, oh my gosh, I have so much to learn, or things are not at all going the way that I expected, or I have put way too much on my own to-do list, or I am trying to be a superwoman and keep the perfect house and have the perfect dinner and have the perfect family and keep everybody else happy, and I am making so many sacrifices for myself. So I thought it could be super helpful just give you a little bit of structure, something to focus on and really help you set the path and set the trajectory of your business. And as I said at the very beginning, this has nothing to do with how long you've been in business for. This is one of those things that in hindsight, of course, it would have been really helpful for Kathleen to learn this and you know, early 2000s, (laughs) was going through this process of like, I was so clear in terms of what I thought I wanted to achieve with my career. And then in hindsight, I actually achieved that. And I didn't think about what was going to happen after I achieved that, because I truly thought that that was the pinnacle. And then you go through that rejuvenation, regeneration process. And I think I heard this the other day, and I did have to do a quick Google, and it turns out it's not actually true. But it's a helpful thought. So somebody on TV show mentioned the other day that your human body regenerates itself every seven years, as in like all of your cells die and they regenerate themselves every seven years. Now, scientifically, it turns out not to be true, (laughs) which is a bit of a bummer, but the concept is still true. So it's not scientifically true that your body replaces itself every seven years, but your cells are constantly dying and rejuvenating which means that you are constantly a work in progress. And when I heard this character talk about this on the TV show, it didn't really like mean anything to me. But I've also recognized in the days since watching that show, I was like, no, that's a really helpful concept. Who cares if it's not scientifically true? The notion of the fact that your human body is constantly regenerating itself is so helpful because I find it a great reminder that we get to constantly reinvent ourselves and recalibrate ourselves and rejuvenate ourselves in our own business. So whether you are absolutely brand new and you're like, okay, I'm finally ready to say yes to building my dream business. I want to use my creativity to make money. I want to go into business for myself. I want to step outside of my comfort zone. Kathleen, can you give me a bit of a roadmap? Or I am also very much speaking to those of you who have been in business for a while and your business doesn't feel like it's working for you the way that it used to. 
Because we are human beings and we are programmed to evolve, I will always be the first to remind you that changing your mind, evolving your vision is allowed. You don't need permission. You don't need an endorsement from anybody else. This is your life and this is your business. So if you have been in business for a while and you feel like you're coming out of a season or you're in the midst of a season where you're like, I don't like this. I actually don't like my business. I don't like where things are going. I don't like how I'm showing up in my business. I don't like the results that I'm creating in my business. I just don't like it. And you don't even have to acknowledge that to anybody else. But I want you to be honest with yourself. And this is one of the things that's been so helpful for me in the last few months is really simply being truthful with myself. And it's always felt really scary to kind of say some of these things out loud. And particularly if you work with your partner, or you work with somebody who is like your business partner, whether they're related to you or not, it's okay to go through this process on your own. It doesn't have to be something that you sit down and go through with your partner, but it is so helpful for you to remember that being honest with yourself first is the secret. Honesty with yourself first. So this is one of those, go out for a walk, grab a cute pen and a notebook, make a cup of tea, really just give yourself time and space to go through this process and don't rush this. This isn't something like, you know, sit down for 60 minutes and do a workshop and you'll walk away with complete clarity. That will happen as a result of like six weeks of trying on different ideas. (laughs) It's one of those like, yeah, the overnight success happens after eight years of trial and error. So I want you to give yourself permission and I want you to just go through this process and any time, any time you feel like you need to recalibrate, rejuvenate, come back and just follow these five steps. So step number one is give yourself space. When things aren't working, when you feel out of alignment in your life or in your business, give yourself permission to just open up to new possibilities. In order to do that, you need to give yourself space. So one thing I have found really helpful is getting back into my yoga practice. So both at home and going to a studio, but it could be that you do this in a journaling exercise. It could be that you do this when you're out walking the dog. It could be that you do this as you're driving to and from the wholesalers. Put on some peaceful music, something that's just very zen and calming for your nervous system, but give yourself space. And I know for those of you that check the box of ambitious, (laughs) creative, this is going to feel very uncomfortable and that's okay. So a little bit like if we were getting into like the ocean, if you were getting into maybe a bathtub that's like a little bit too hot, you'd kind of like tiptoe your way in. You would just take it one little step at a time. That can be very nourishing for the nervous system, as opposed to being like, okay, Kathleen says I need to sit down and give myself space. Okay, I'm going to shut off all of my notifications. I'm going to close the door and I'm going to like turn off everything. It's probably normal if your nervous system goes into complete freak out, then you pick up your phone and you start scrolling Instagram. So baby steps in terms of giving yourself space, grab a notebook and a journal, go out for a walk sit down with a cup of tea, sit down and just hang out and hug your dog, stare at the wall 
Sit in the car for five extra minutes after you've loaded in your flowers. Sit in your car for five minutes before you go into the grocery store. You could even do this while you're at the grocery store because that's also fun. But really giving yourself space so that you can focus on the next four things. And I know we are so programmed, like so socially conditioned to go, 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 go. I haven't posted enough. I haven't responded back to those emails. I need to finish SEOing that page on my website. I have to go out and sort through all the application forms. Oh my gosh, there's a typo on this page on this thing. Oh my gosh, I need to get back to that new client. Oh, what are we doing about that special event that's coming up? Oh my gosh, I haven't gotten anybody to sign up for my next workshop. Like all of that inner narrative is always going to be there. So just park it, park it for 10 minutes. If you are a fan of the Pomodoro timer, Set your timer for 25 minutes. No phone, no Google, no outside distractions. If that feels like too much of an ask, set your phone for seven minutes. Or one minute, baby steps. That's all we're gonna focus on. So step number one is giving yourself space. This is where the magic starts to happen. When you can give yourself space, I also then want you to focus on the next step, permission to dream. This is one of the secret sauces of people who run businesses where they can bring their life and their business into alignment. So it's so easy for us to kind of stay in our own echo chamber, which is what happens when you're scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or Google or Pinterest, and you're allowing the algorithm to dictate the results of the search. And I love thinking about the concept of Pinterest because your next search result is going to be influenced by what you searched yesterday. So if you searched easy meal ideas, (laughs) then your next search for shop studio fit out is going to be impacted by easy meal ideas, which sounds crazy and totally not related. But it is this perpetual confirmation of the same messaging, the same ideas and the same outcomes. So permission to dream for me is really about thinking about totally brand new possibilities. I am a huge fan of going to the movies and it really gets me out of the day to day. It gets me out of my normal echo chamber. It shows me totally new perspectives. But something else I've also found incredibly helpful is the incognito tab on Google Chrome. So opening up a new tab that's incognito, i.e. isn't going to be influenced by your past search results. It's been so helpful to just start Googling things without the influence of the algorithm so that the answers almost like this is purely just a thought, but like the results that come up in the search pool seem way more pure or they seem way more simple less geared towards middle-aged designer woman. (laughs) Like, so that I'm getting way more search results of, you know, I don't know, like a 27-year-old dude or a 65-year-old woman. Like, way more possibilities come up if you're searching not being influenced by the algorithm. The algorithm can be very helpful. can be very, very helpful if we're looking for a result in a very specific area and you want the algorithm to know something about your past search results. But if you're looking to open up to new possibilities and truly like permission to dream, 
open up Pinterest, open up Google, open up Instagram, either set up a new account or open up an incognito tab. And it's been so helpful. Like if you just Google premium floral design and theoriums, just to see what happens, you will notice that the results are so different than if you Googled that in your existing account. So that's what I mean by like finding different stimulus, getting outside of the echo chamber so that you can open up your creativity to brand new possibilities. Because we all live in like this delusion of a snow globe. This is really about like just jumping into somebody else's snow globe because it's like, I have no idea what other possibilities even exist. So this is how I can start to open up to those possibilities. So the incognito tab on Google has become my new favorite way to find inspiration and ideas, particularly if you're at one of those, like, I want to reinvent myself. I want to start a brand new business. I want to completely pivot my business. I want to shut everything down. I want to start all over again, really thinking about that permission to dream, which leads me directly to step number three, embrace the discomfort. Your primitive brain is going to freak out when you start to begin to actively imagine the possibilities. For example, If you and I were sitting down and I said to you, yes, you should go ahead and you should launch that flower school that you've been dreaming about for five years, your body and your brain are going to start to go into like hyperactive mode. Your primitive brain is going to come up with the 17,496 reasons why you shouldn't do the thing. And your body is going to go into protective mode. Your nervous system is going to be like, I don't think you should do that. Let's inject some anxiety into this situation. But if you can plan for the discomfort, if you can embrace the discomfort and remind yourself that nothing has gone wrong, you're still sitting either in front of your computer, or you're sitting on your sofa with your notebook, or you're out walking the dog, or you're like, you're still physically safe. But your brain and your body are going to start to go into overdrive. And that's okay. Doubt doesn't mean don't do it. You're purely here, like you are going to go through this exercise because you're trying to imagine new possibilities for yourself. When you start to put the pieces together and imagine new possibilities for yourself, your brain and your body are simply going to go into self-protective mode. So remember, doubt doesn't mean don't do it. You are still physically safe. Nothing has gone wrong. And you can actually remind yourself of that. Okay, brain. Okay, body. I am okay. I am physically safe. Nothing has gone wrong here. Don't allow the doubt to distract you. But the more time you can spend imagining new and different possibilities, the more new and different possibilities will come up for you. As long as you don't allow the doubt to sneak in. That thought of like, don't let the doubt creep in is something that um, the guy who owns the F45 gym that we go to, he's constantly saying that. He's like, don't let the doubt creep in. Don't let the doubt creep in. And he's so matter of fact about it. And it's like, huh, he's actually incredibly right. <laughs> so it's like, if I want to lift 45 kg, it's like, I know that I can. I just am like, huh, don't let the doubt creep in. 
Same thing. Same thing when you're imagining new possibilities for your life or for your business. Don't let the doubt creep in. I have found it so helpful to remind my body and my brain that I'm still physically okay. Even if I imagine the biggest, boldest, bravest new possibility for myself and my business, dear body, I am still okay. This is like regulating your nervous system. It's so powerful. So number three is embracing the discomfort. Number four, and this is where things get absolutely magical. Instead of focusing on the how, focus on the who. The reason that having clarity of vision is so important is because if you don't know where you're going, any direction will get you there. So then we will waste a huge amount of time trying a bunch of stuff, and then we'll get really frustrated, really disappointed because it's not working. But we don't know what's not working because we're not even clear on the vision or what we're trying to even create. So we create so much angst and like consternation and dissatisfaction for ourselves simply because we're not clear on the vision. The thing to remember is that all of us, well, most of us went to school in a very traditional education system, which laid out for us the exact steps to follow. It then tested us on the steps and then it said, okay, now go out into the big bad world and be adults. Of course, it didn't teach us how to be adults because why would they teach us that at school? That's not necessary. But that whole structure of education is the antithesis. Running a business is the exact opposite of that experience. The how is never going to be clear. So if you are craving clarity of the how, instead focus on clarity of the who. When you're thinking about those new possibilities for yourself, don't allow your brain to think, okay, I need to puzzle out the perfect how. Instead, start to envision the who. Who is that version of you that's created that business? Who is that version of you that already runs the successful flower school? Who is that version of you that has hired a team and outsourced the day-to-day running of your business? Who is that version of you that has launched that coaching program? Who is that version of you that's launched that online course? Who's that version of you that has said yes to a five-year lease commitment? Who's that version of you that shut down their shop and went all in on weddings and events? Who is that version of you? When you're clear on the who, the how starts to fall into place. Remembering that we've spent like decades of our life, decades of our life in an educational institute that is mapped out for us. Oh, the how is what's most important. And then you're going to be examined on it. And then you can go out into the big bad world. And then you and I are crazy enough to think I'm going to start my own business. That sounds like a great idea. Now, how do I do this? Skip the how. (laughs) Move to the who. And then number five, and this one is one that I'm really trying, I'm trying my best to practice, but I know that if I say this to you, then I'll become so much better at it because I love a little bit of accountability. Number five, let go of the timeline. What? (laughs) No, but Kathleen, I want to be successful and I want to be successful yesterday. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's really occurred to me. We are in this for the long term. We are in this for the long term. You and I, as ambitious creatives, as people who want to do more, have more, achieve more, conquer more, create more, design more, impact more humans, there is no finish line. This is like the ultimate Boston Marathon meets the New York Marathon meets the like London Marathon meets the Sydney Marathon, all joined together. And we shall marathon our way from marathon to marathon. It truly is like the ultimate marathon. 
But we live in a world where everybody's like, post more, do more, have more, hustle more, grind more, achieve more, launch more, scale more, hire more. It's like the exhaustion of our brain trying to keep up with all of the different things. Let go of the timeline. This one I will say for me has been the hardest one to really integrate into my being. For the longest time, I was convinced that when I achieved XYZ goal, when I had a business that looked like ABC, everything would be better. But then you get to that version of a business and you realize, oh, well, if I've achieved that, then what about this thing over here? (laughs) And if I've achieved that thing over here, what about this thing over here? It's been so like actually like relieving to my most ambitious self, to my most graspy, scarcity, I'm not good enough self to remind my being and remind my nervous system that I get to let go of the timeline. And I know this is very woo and this is very like Zen, but literally like Eckhart Tolle, if he was sitting here with you and I would be like, the only thing that you have is this moment in time. So what are we all in the hustle and grind for? Other than like the hustle and grind can be really fun. (laughs) Can be so fun to like produce and churn things out and look back at all of your accomplishments and be like, holy crap, if I've achieved that, what else can I do? However, remembering that you get to strike a balance, you get to tilt between the hustle and the grind and the rest and the relaxation. Because we're going to come full circle to the very beginning. And the first thing that I said is that this is your business and this is your life. And you get to control the pace, you get to control the narrative, and you get to control the results. And we get to play the long game. So if you ever feel like you're in a hurry, if you ever feel like you're in that hustle and grind and like graspy mode and dreaming that everything will be perfect when, come back and remember and remind yourself to let go of the timeline. Okay, my friends, that's what I have for you today. Five steps to gain clarity of vision. I cannot tell you how helpful this process has been for me. And don't ever feel like that this work is like a sit down and do it in 20 minutes and then move on to the next thing. This is so much more about like a way of being and integrating this experience into your business and into your life. And the end of the day, the most important thing to remember is that you are the captain of your ship. You get to decide what's right for you and you get to change your mind any dang time you want to. So as always, please remember to drive safe, drink your water, eat your vegetables, get some sleep, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.